Welcome to EQ Minds Recharge Your Mental Health Podcast. I'm Chelsea Pottinger, the host of this show, and today we speak to fitness legend Danny Kennedy. And if you've ever listened to his podcast called The Fitness Lifestyle, he gives you so many different fresh perspectives to well-being and fitness, and he also helps you achieve incredible results. As we enter into autumn, where we tend to hibernate a little bit more and sometimes put on a tiny little bit of a winter fur, I certainly do. I'm getting Danny on the show today to share some tips and to share his wisdom. He's a certified personal trainer, he has a diploma in sports management, and is all about sustainability. He also is the trainer for Keep It Cleaner, along with other big names here in Australia like Michael Klim. I'm so excited to have you, Danny, on the show today. One of the things that I really love about you, Danny, is that you have a really bespoke and unique approach to every individual, and it's not always a one-size-fits-all for everyone. So how do you actually go about doing that? Yeah, well, uh, firstly, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I do really appreciate it. But look, in the end of the day, when it comes to training and nutrition, the fundamentals are exactly what works for everybody, regardless of you know how many followers you've got on Instagram, regardless of how many gold medals you won at the Olympics, regardless of what your specific goal is. The fundamentals are always the same. And something that I learned really early on and it's what I've really stuck to and what I think has been, I guess, my point of difference in the fitness industry is that I I keep things very simple. I keep mm-hmm. them very sustainable and very customised to the individual. So there's no kind of one-size-fits-all when it comes to the exact programming or the exact uh, approach with nutrition. But like I said, in the end of the day, certain things just work. So that, that way you can kind of tailor each individual's program around those certain things so with me talking to a professional athlete about nutrition it's the exact same rule the exact same rules apply as it does to you know maybe the average joe who's coming into the gym and just wants to lose a few kilos to look a bit better over summer mm-hmm. um obviously obviously the the accountability side of things probably the discipline the level of of detail they're going to go into may be slightly different but the same rules apply so i think that's what's um I guess a bit of a draw card to people to come and, and work with me is because they know that that the, the same rules I'm applying to them are the rules I'm applying to, you know, some of, like I said, the more higher level clients or whatever it may be. But, you know, my approach to it all is that everybody is on a, a level playing field as they should be. Um, mm-hmm. And and I try and use things like social media and whatnot to, um, to document that and, and show them that even – even when I was doing, um, you know, I've done some physique competitions myself. I, I did a lot of um, things like vlogging on YouTube and mm-hmm. and post through social media to show people that I was still eating the foods I enjoy the most. I was still training the way I wanted to train. I didn't um, kill myself with cardio to get as lean as I possibly could. Like I was in the best shape I'd ever been in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. But I was still showing people that the 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 philosophy that I was using with training and nutrition is exactly the same as what they would be doing. I was just doing it to, uh, you know, a bit more of a detailed and, and disciplined extent and um, not having as many slip-ups, which is what gets you the results. In the end of the day, it's, it's consistency and following a plan that um, not only works but is going to be suitable to your lifestyle because, you can you know, you can have the most optimal approach on paper, but if you can't stick to it, then it's not very optimal, is it? Absolutely not. And that's what I love about your the, your philosophy is really it's not even around deprivation. You know, you, you, you know, you, you're really about embracing um, and being really bespoke and unique to that individual. And you're, you're also a walking example of, you know, of fitness. So if, 
people don't know Danny Kennedy, I highly recommend go and see how shredded he is on Instagram <laughs> because <laughs> you, when you're looking for a fitness trainer, you kind of want to aspire to the person that's, you know, training you or taking your classes or, you know, you don't kind of walk into the gym and go, oh, yeah, they look out of shape. I might do Pilates with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so what you're doing is absolutely working. And I would love to, because this is, our, our podcasts are so time condensed for these time compressed individuals and yep. they love health hacks. So I would love to know what are your top three hacks around, you know, that, that most individuals could take on. And I know you speak about, you know, the calorie numbers and, and hydration, which I love. So could you yep. share with us, you know, what are top three um, hacks that people could start doing as of when they jump off this podcast? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the first thing I think is that I'm going to start with nutrition. So nutrition obviously is um, is a topic that gets thrown around a lot in the fitness industry. It's very confusing because there's so much conflicting information out there. But in the end of the day, it comes down to very, very, very simple steps. If you'd like to lose weight, you need to be burning more calories than you're taking in. If you'd like to gain weight, you need to be taking in more calories than you're burning. Mm-hmm. Now, that's as hard as it gets. When it comes to what you should be eating, it's not as important as what people think it is. So I always recommend to people to never cut out things that they enjoy the most. You know, eat everything in moderation. And when I say eat everything in moderation, I actually mean it. You know, like you said before, um, I tend to document a lot of the stuff that I do and I try and show people that it's okay to have, you know, maybe have a couple of glasses of wine with dinner if that's what you want to do. It's all right to go out and enjoy a breakfast or a meal out with friends on the weekends without feeling guilty about it. So yeah. nutrition-wise, um, uh, there's a lot of information that, that people can kind of um, can, can go over you, you know, on things through my website and stuff about a bit more detail. But in the end of the day, eat the foods that you enjoy the most, stick to something that you can actually um, sustain, but just make sure that you know your numbers. Just like in, in any successful business or anything, you always have to know your numbers. If I'm just, you know, quote unquote, eating healthy, I've actually got no idea what's getting me or what's not getting me the results that I'm that I'm after. Whereas if I roughly, at least roughly, know how many calories I'm taking in, the you know the the minimum amount of protein that I need to be in the most optimal state to to lose fat or build muscle, then if things are working, then great. I know exactly why. If things aren't working, then it's also great because I know exactly why. I can just make some alterations with with those numbers and then get back on track. It's, it's actually very, very simple. Um, it just tends to get overcomplicated, like I said, with the amount of information out there, which typically is just because people are, unfortunately, it's just because people are trying to sell products or sell programs and um, they'll, they'll make you believe one thing just so it makes their product sound a bit better than, than the next one. But in the end of the day, you don't actually need anything special to see results. There's no magic pill. It does take a bit of hard work and consistency, but... Mm-hmm. Don't cut anything out that you know you can't go the rest of your life without. I love um, that. I know that wasn't wasn't exactly a quick hack, but that's the first no, one. No, that's great. And just on that extra hack there, what's because people don't even know where to go in terms of how to even count their calories. So I know you talk about a calorie app. Do you recommend? Do you recommend like something that's easy for them to download an app where they can actually go? Okay, this is what I'm eating today. Let's input that. How many calories is that? Yeah, my fitness pal, to be honest, is um, is. The one that I've always used, I find it very simple. Um, it's got basically the database on there is huge, so it's got pretty much anything and everything you could think of. You can even just scan the barcodes of things that you're having, and it'll come up. My fitness um, with pal, the exact amount. yeah, my fitness pal. It's a free app. Um, oh, you can download it on both iPhone and Android. Um, that's number one. 
The second thing is I think that absolutely everybody should be doing some form of resistance or strength training regardless of whether your goal is to lose body fat, whether it's to just maintain a healthy physique, you know, maintain your balance. As, you, as you're getting older, it's really important to make sure that you're keeping some form of strength um, or whether it's to build muscle or athletic performance. Everybody should be doing some form of resistance training, I think, particularly with um, females, um, people tend to stay away from from the weights with the um, with the misconception that it's going to make them big and bulky or slower or yeah um, that's what I see things gain oh, weight girlfriends always just, think that that you're going to bulk and get really yeah. massive I mean if it was point. that easy I'd be huge um, <laughs> unfortunately it's not but you know there's there's so many endless benefits to to strength training um, you know whether it be actually getting stronger whether it be increasing your confidence and self-esteem which for a lot of females, even males that haven't done strength training before, you'd be surprised at how much it actually helps with your, your self-esteem and confidence in yourself. Um, things like the health of your bones, um, increasing your metabolism, meaning you can eat more um, and maintain your weight or, or eat more and still lose weight, which is obviously mm-hmm. a fantastic thing. Brilliant. The, the benefits are just endless and not to mention the mental side of it as well, which yep. um, I think for anybody who has, who has consistently done um, some form of program in the gym would be able to attest to the fact that mentally it's huge. Um, so I think, yeah, minimum um, you should be doing kind of any, anywhere between two to three um, sessions per week, any form of resistance um, and trying to target each, each muscle group nice and evenly at least twice per week. And then the third hack, um, I don't even know if it's really a hack, but it's, it's creating the, the healthy habits that you know you're going to do on a consistent basis that are aligned with what your goal is. So um, I know this is a bit of a broad hack, but my you know, example for myself, you know, I have my, my set routine that I do each day that I know is going to have me um, aligned with what my current goal is. So, you know, I'm doing my daily goals, my meditation, um, my gratitude. I'm, I'm keeping um, very keep myself accountable to what my current goal is. It's very specific. Um, I'm more than open to share with people to make sure that I'm keeping myself accountable. But I'm building up those small habits day by day, whether it be drinking water, whether it be making sure I get a certain amount of sleep each day to make sure that over time I see the big result because more often than not we'll decide that we want to achieve a health and fitness goal um, and not actually reverse engineer the things we need to do to even make that possible so mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm a big believer in doing the small things exceptionally well on a consistent basis um, and over time that leads to really significant results so that. Um, that third one there I guess in a, in a nutshell the third one is to just make sure that you know what you need to do um, to align yourself with what your current goal is and tick them off day by day even if you have a checklist that you like to go through um, which is something I do as well in, in my diary as well as my um, my daily goals. I've got kind of the the non-negotiables or I guess the, the standards that I need to meet every single day um, to make sure that I'm giving myself the best opportunity to, to achieve my goal. That's awesome. That extra bonus around hydration because I remember you, I, I listened to another podcast of yours around your yep. training Michael Klim and you just said to him to, was it double his intake of water a day? Yeah. Talk yeah, me through yeah. that. Yeah, like Clemmy uh, uh, and I are good mates. I've been lucky enough to, to work with him um, for a fair few years now and 
obviously anybody that knows who he is is a phenomenal athlete, um, mm-hmm. did some exceptional things um, with swimming, won gold medals and whatnot. And so you'd think um, that he had it all figured out in regards to um, his physique and his energy yeah. levels and, and all the things that you need to do to, to feel good and perform at, his, at your best. But we started working together um, to help him get ready for a photo shoot actually with men's health and um, he obviously came to me in regards to his nutrition and training to make sure he looked his best. And before I changed anything else, I literally told him to not change a thing with his food or his training. All I said is for this first week, drink double the amount of water that you would usually drink and then come back to me in a week and tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. And like the, the differences he saw was phenomenal. Not only did he look a lot leaner, he was sleeping better. His energy levels were way more consistent. His um, performance in the gym was was much better than what it was before and um you know that's just just a few of the benefits of staying hydrated so i think it that out of everything when it when it comes to achieving like a health and fitness goal particularly fat loss hydration is so underrated um yeah not many people drink enough water um day to day and once you once you expose yourself to how much better you feel how much better you look and all the other benefits of drinking water um it's going to be very hard to go back to not drinking as much. So if you give it time, um, obviously if you're not drinking much at the moment, then don't just try and all of a sudden increase it by three or four litres. Take time and build it up. But um, consistently drinking enough water day to day um, will help you like significantly, a lot more than what you'd expect. Definitely. And I I remember listening to your podcast on that and I literally just – upped it by another bottle a day, you know, just by filling up my filter, like my bottle and just having at least another 750 to a litre a day. And mm. I often noticed my skin started to look better and I started to feel better. And I'm like, this cannot be all just from the water. But then I when I was your podcast, I'm like, maybe it is. You know, and yeah, people are happy it, to fill up on their coffee yeah. and, you know. but It is like um, it's, like I said, it, it's kind of just like you think to yourself, there's no way that, that it could make much of a difference, but it just does. It does. The first thing the first thing I say to, you know, I, I work with a lot of clients in person but also online and um, one, of the, one of the main questions I get my online clients to answer each week in their online check-in is how much water did you drink per day mm-hmm. on average? Because um, if things aren't going right and the rest of their stuff, you know, the rest of their training and the nutrition seems like it's in the right place, and more often than not, it's something as simple as not drinking enough because a problem that a lot of people have is not necessarily a problem, but people tend to complain about holding water. So you might feel a bit bloated. You might look a little bit softer than usual. Mm-hmm. If you've gone out and had a meal out, say, let's say some Chinese food or something and um, a lot of extra sodium and stuff like that, you tend to hold a bit of water. So to actually counterbalance that and not hold as much water, you have to drink more, which seems like that's not what you should do. But mm-hmm. it's just because you're going to end up going to the bathroom a little bit more, you'll flush out any of that excess that you're holding on to. And, um, yeah, like I said, you, you'll, you'll know yourself. If you increase your water for a week or two, um, I, after listening to this episode, I guarantee you will feel and look a lot better. Do it, people, and it's free. <laughs> just, it get it free. Yeah. just get it done. Just get it done. They... um. This is so helpful, Danny, and I just want to touch on this very last thing around mental fitness, and I spoke about this on your podcast, how mental fitness is as important as physical fitness, and I wanted to ask you why mental health is important for you and what do you do to kind of cool the jets down and and slow down the pace and and calm yourself? 
Yeah, look, I, I think I think it's extremely important, and not only do I think it's important for my own mental health. Like I tend to get a bit of anxiety here and there, and um, over the years have um, just you know struggled a little bit with with mental health, but. In general, like in society, I think so many so many people are struggling with mental health. It's just something that they haven't recognised, or something that they're probably not even willing to, not so much accept, but not willing to open their eyes to that that they yeah. need to take care of their mental health. And um, as we spoke about on my podcast, I think it's just as important, if not more important, to consistently train your mental health as it is to train your physical health. Um, so. You know, my first step to, to really taking control of that was um, starting meditation. I, I downloaded the Headspace app, did my first one and kind of did the 10-day the trial or whatever it was. And then, to be honest, I played around with it for a little bit and was a little bit inconsistent. And, you know, as we've just talked about, like anything, you're not going to see the results if, if you don't have the consistency. So Jan, Jan 1st, 2017, I said, all right, this year I'm going to meditate every single day. And I haven't missed a day since then. So now we're... 2020 and um i've you know my standard now is a minimum of 10 minutes per day and um not only that it's not only just the meditation i find you know having my morning routine having the things like writing down my goals for the day um before i leave the house writing down what i'm grateful for whether that's one thing whether that's 10 things or 20 it doesn't matter it's just actually putting some thought to it and then you know a bunch of different things like now I'm, I'm doing a lot more personal development around mental health. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts and audio books. Um, you know, I, I've still just trying to build on it as much as I'm trying yeah. to build on my physical health. Like I just um, implemented a new um, technique this week where um, I've been listening to um, an audio book by Brendan Bouchard, but something as simple as, uh, you know, every transition throughout your day. So, transition being you know after I finish this podcast I'll go and train another client so between now and then I'll literally spend a minute um, just closing your eyes and repeating the phrase release in your head and just breathing Mm -hmm. and then once you're done setting your intention for what that the next you know hour half an hour whatever it entails what your intention is for that so if I'm going to go train a client after this I might um, do that technique and then sit here and think to myself what I want to achieve out of the next hour and how I want it to feel. Um, and it even that. You. It just resets you for. Resets you for every yeah. every different chapter of the day instead of just going through your day um, in, you know, in the same motion. Like if, you, if I'm working with a client and um, it's, uh, say it's a negative hour, then mm-hmm. that can turn into a negative day. Whereas if I spend that one or two minutes in between now and then, um, to reset and, and set your intentions again, then it can be completely different. This transition bit, it'll be one minute, if that, maybe even just five to ten um, deep breaths. And then in my head I want to think about, one, what I want the person that I'm about to be around to get out of the next hour. So if it's a client, for me it might be, you know, in the next hour I want the client to leave here feeling like they've um, accomplished something for the day and also feeling like they're, you know, that I've given them the attention that they need. And then for me, it might feel, it might be like, all right, the next hour, I want to bring a lot of energy. Um, I want to make sure I'm really present with this client. And I also want to make sure that I'm making them feel like um, that they've really gained something in this hour. And that obviously changes. It might be getting home from work and going inside to see your partner and just making sure that by the time you walk in that door, that you've left everything else behind and you make sure that they know um, that you're giving them your full attention and that you're treating that moment as if it's 
you know, it might be like treating it like it's the last moment you're going to see them and actually making the most of each each um, chapter of your day and not letting any of it kind of go to waste, I guess. I love this. That is absolutely awesome. These transitions and micro chapters, and it's almost like we can have a micro shower for the brain to kind of wash the grime and grit out from the day. Danny, you are such a superstar. For people who want to follow Danny's work, I highly recommend you start following him on Instagram at DJK Fitness. Also check out his podcast called The Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. And I really hope you enjoyed today's longer session. And Danny, what an absolute legend you are. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And to everyone else, we look forward to seeing you again in a couple of weeks. To continue on your calm journey, I really encourage you to download our free ebook to learn, grow, be inspired, and live a happier life. Simply go to eqminds.com. And if you're feeling in a really good mood, please feel free to give us a five-star rating and review us as that really helps other people find the podcast. And that way together, we can impact people and other people's mental health. Thank you for coming on this journey and we look forward to catching up with you again soon. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It is not advice and is not a substitute for seeking medical or healthcare professionals' advice. Any use of information contained in this podcast or show notes is at the user's own risk.